Welcome to podcast number one, technically. Number one, technically. Welcome to Three Spoopy Five Me, you guys. Hey, yeah. Finally, finally. <laughs> so this is our podcast. My name is Emery, and I have my friend Britta, not the filter. Not the filter. I'm 28, and I don't know how to put on eyeliner. I'm 30, and I still don't know how to be an adult. Same. Which I think is the majority of everybody out there. Yeah, same. No. <laughs> Adulting is absolutely the worst. But we're not going to talk about that today. That's another podcast for another show in another dimension. Uh, Emery is going to be regaling me with spooky true crime stories. Yes. And I have absolutely no idea what I'm in for tonight, but I sure am excited about it. It's already dark out. It's been pretty stormy. Everything's been set. We got some white zin. <laughs> yes. It's alright. Like, it's, it's, it's cool. buck chuck, it's whatever, but, you know. You know, you, you do what you gotta. That millennial life. Yeah. Hey. hey. But, so, this spoopy, spooky, true crime, uh, I actually went on Facebook and I pulled people, people were kind of half and half, they wanted true crime and supernatural stuff, so I was like, let's do both. There you go. Actually, a lot of people wanted both, so... This is what I came up with, and this is what I spent my week researching. (laughs) Let me tell you, after a while, your brain kind of goes, what is reality? Oh, I remember. After researching this for a while. This is technically the first one, but the very, very first podcast went on for like three hours. Yeah, we literally just, we were in Emery's car, and we were driving all around the surrounding area and backroading. And I thought that it turned out fairly well, except that we kept getting distracted. But then Emery went back to listen to it and found out that the air conditioner in their car was um, distracting, I think is the right word. It almost engulfed all of the stuff. (laughs) It was loud. Which is saying something, because we are not quiet people. I know, right? We are, especially when we're around each other, we tend towards loud and obnoxious quite nicely. We're those loud and obnoxious white people. Yes. That's what we do. It's glorious. So we're trying again in my apartment with a non-loud fan on because it's the middle of summer. We're having our white zen. We get a little toasty sometimes. It's true. You can't have toasty white people. No. Can't have toasty white people. No. So this specific podcast, I'm so excited and you're going to hate me. Oh God. So a little clarification. Britta doesn't like supernatural True stories, like ghosts, demons, anything like that, she hates it. I would like to clarify, it's not that I hate it. It's just that when people are stupid, it makes me angry. Mm. And I'm sorry, I've spent the majority of my life trying not to be the white person in the horror movie who is like, oh my god, you guys, what was that really scary noise? Let's go look. Let's read out of this book written in blood and bound in human flesh. Like, I don't want to be that person. I'm fine with hearing stories about other people being that person, other than feeling a general shame for my race. <laughs> but, you know, that's there's a lot of that going around these days. So this, a little bit. this won't be too bad, hopefully. We'll see. All right. So with that out of the way, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Do you know anything about Annalise Michelle? I have never heard that name before. Alright, have you ever seen or heard the movie The Exorcism of Emily Rose? Um, I'm, I've am i heard of the movie. I don't think I've ever watched 
the movie because I can watch some horror movies, but exorcism movies, as a general rule, I can't get into because I was raised Southern Baptist, and exorcism <laughs> shit freaks my shit out. <laughs> well, let me tell you, friend. <laughs> We're gonna deep dive okay. into this. Okay. So, this is supernatural and true crime because, let me explain a little bit, okay. and then we'll go into details. Okay. Basically... They end up, the people that did the exorcism end up going to court. Okay. All right. Now keep that in mind. Okay. And we're going to start off real quick. Just a little background and explain what's going on. Annalise Michelle, she was born in Germany mm-hmm. in the 1940s, right after World War II. Okay. And so at the time, it was a very tense climate with religion and the actual government. Like Catholicism wasn't very woo Catholicism still isn't very woo. The Pope <laughs> right now is very woo, which, like, good for him. The Pope's weird, but, but any, yeah, not going in no, that. No. Shut off! <laughs> <laughs> but, um, that's the climate that she grew up in. She was very devout Catholic growing up, wanted to be a teacher, always wanted to help people, was very strict with herself. In Catholicism, like, she followed it to a T. And what ended up happening was when she was, like, a teenager or so, she started to have episodes. Okay. Where she would hear voices. Okay. And she would get sick. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm pretty sure it's the devil. <laughs> yeah, no, that's sound logic. Sound logic. And she goes to the hospital... This is when she's a teenager still. She goes to the hospital, and she's in bed. She's on meds. And she's like, the devil appeared to me. And she was too scared to mention it. Because she's like, this is it. I'm getting possessed. (laughs) It's coming. It's coming. (laughs) Now, mind you, this is a really, really super strict Eastern? Eastern. Eastern European. Eastern European. Catholics are like. I researched the whole deal throughout this week. Oh my god. (laughs) It is intense. They take it very seriously. Yeah. And what's a little interesting informational tidbit, in America, you didn't hear about exorcisms. Yeah. Not till The Exorcist came out. Yeah. And that's a whole different story with a whole different person again based on a true story which is a whole nother thing a whole nother time yeah so with that in mind this is a very real thing she literally thinks she is becoming possessed mm-hmm. because she hear <laughs> spooky wind spooky sun gust of wind <laughs> she's hearing these voices she's seeing these things and she's diagnosed with epilepsy Okay. Which is, it works. Because there's different types of epilepsy. Yeah. Everyone, a lot of people just think it's like where you go rigid and you start having seizures and flopping around and stuff. Some of it can be frontal lobe seizures where you have hallucinations. It's not schizophrenia because it's not all the time. Yeah. And then there's other parts of the brain because basically seizures are where electrons are firing off. Mm-hmm. Where they shouldn't. Yeah. So different things happen. So they think they're getting attacked, or they think they see things, but it's not really there. Okay. And so she starts on this medication. 
And it seems to work. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, we have a clear answer here. I'm not hearing anything. I'm not seeing anything. I'm not feeling anything. It's fine. It's cool. Yeah. So she keeps going on to school because she wants to become a teacher. Mm-hmm. Admirable. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Acceptable profession for women in that time. That makes sense, yeah. <laughs> so she goes on and then at one point it's the medication stops working. Mm-hmm. And she starts having physical seizures. Okay. They take her back to a neurologist. The neurologist says, it's epilepsy. <laughs> Let's try a different medication because this one doesn't seem to be working. And they're like, okay, we'll try it again. That one doesn't work. And they're like, let's try another one. And they're like, mm, I don't think so, fam. We're just we're just gonna go over here now. Let's let's not go back to the doctor, who's like, it's epilepsy. She just needs different types of medication. Are you okay? But are you sure though? It doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like that's right, sir. <laughs> Where'd you get your medical degree? <laughs> But again, there's different types of epilepsy. Yeah. Especially in the 50s, in the mid-1900s when this happened. Mm -hmm. Medical science, like, you you can't do a whole lot, but you can do some. Yeah. They actually went back and looked at the brain recordings. Like, you know, like, it's not like a CT scan or MRI where they see the brain. It's like where they measure the brain waves and stuff. Yeah. And you can see when she's having the seizures. Yeah. And it coincides with her seeing or hearing things and it's like cool we figured it out Fam- family's like mm, i don't know oh, <laughs> i don't seems know. like she's possessed but seems like she's having other issues and it wasn't until later when her boyfriend is like maybe you should get some help <laughs> that she's like i think i'm possessed <laughs> and what kind of entered this like the whole group whole family saying, okay, she's possessed, is there's, like, certain boxes you gotta tick mm-hmm. to be even considered possessed. Like, oh, yes, possession. Yeah. He's spitting at me. <laughs> no, he's just got Tourette's. Mm-hmm. And you're an asshole. <laughs> so it's, like, aversion to holy objects. Abnormal strength. Knowing things you shouldn't be able to know, which I call bullshit on. Yeah. But I'm trying to keep my opinion from this and just sh- telling you the facts. Okay. Goes a lot faster. But things like that. She apparently crushed an apple. Mm-hmm. Whole apple with her hand. I mean, that doesn't seem like it would... I'm not saying that I could do it, but, like... I don't know. I'm like, there like are bad. people who can karate chop cinder blocks. Yeah. That doesn't seem... I'm not... It's not all the realm of possibility. Yeah. She... Had a version to holy objects to where... She would, like, hiss or glare or growl... Her mom reported seeing her hands turn into animal claws. Um. 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 Ma'am. I don't, I don't think, I don't think that's right. <laughs> Telling her dad we gotta go take her to the groomer. She's gotta get her claws, claws cut. <laughs> Goes to the doctor. Can we get our daughter declawed? <laughs> Fräulein, No. Probably no, we no. can't do that. We, we cannot do that. that Warning, we're going to have bad German accents in this, and we're kind of not sorry. My German accent is wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
Anyways. And that's just the beginning. It is once everyone gets on the train of extras of She's Possessed, it goes downhill very, very quickly. I mean, I feel like it would on a train of exorcism. <laughs> it's all downhill from there. <laughs> There's no tracks. <laughs> We're going off. We're going off road, bitch. <laughs> and so the version to Holy Objects was she had gone on a trip with her father and a few friends to Rome where they were going to go visit this holy spot for the Virgin Mary. Mm-hmm. She won't get off the bus. She's like, I don't think I can. And her friend's like, no, come on, I'll take you. <laughs> and her friend <laughs> grabs her hand, pulls her up and starts pulling her there. And then Annalise pulls her hand free and starts running the other direction. Okay. <laughs> and she's like, I think my friend's possessed. <laughs> That's not, th- I'm sorry, that is not a good train of, lo- train of logic there. Well, like, there's, there's these weird things happening. And this, this is their train of logic. This is their tra- train of thought. Yes. Because <laughs> her dad shows up and gets her and everything. And her friend's like, I think she's possessed. Because she's got the claws and the aversion to holy objects and the super strength. And it's like, we need to go see someone about our daughter. So they go to a first priest. Mm-hmm. Priest takes a look at her. At this time, she has gone to medical doctors and everything. They can't figure out, there's quotation fingers in the air, figure out what's going on with her. So they went to the priest. Mm -hmm. First priest was like, yeah, she's possessed. Because at this time, I'll tell you why he said that. He came into the room she was at, saw she was like crawling around like a little crazy person, Uh eating spiders, Peeing in the floor and then drinking her own pee. So she went full Renfield. She went full Renfield. You never go full Renfield. Never go go. half Renfield. You don't go Renfield at all. (laughs) But that's what he walked in on. And he's like, that bitch is possessed. (laughs) I can't do anything about it because I'm not an exorcist. I gotta call Rome. This bitch possessed. Yeet! We gonna yeet these demons out of here. <laughs> okay. Okay, so he calls Rome. He calls Rome. And is like, we need to get someone out here quickly to take care of her. Because she's not in good standing. <laughs> she, this bitch is drinking her own pee. She's eating spiders. Her hands are turning to claws. I need some help. I need some help. Help. <laughs> and so... Another priest comes out, and he begins the rite of exorcism. Now, the rite of exorcism, from what I understand and what I researched, it's not a one-time fix. Mm -hmm. You gotta do it over and over and over and over and over. Now, remember this. Okay. Annalise Michelle, (laughs) the poor child. Thought she was possessed. Was so sure of it. Because mm-hmm. she would have bouts of... <laughs> and other bouts of... I want to be a teacher. I want to be a teacher. I want to be a teacher, mother. Teach the little children. Teach the little children. The little kinders. So. There is that going on. That flip-flop. Which, mm-hmm. again, 
Epilepsy explains. Yeah. And then she started to not eat. Okay. She refused to eat. She refused to drink. She's like, the devil will not let me eat. <laughs> he won't let me eat. He won't let me go. I want to eat myself, but I cannot eat. <laughs> Which, that seems like kind of a red flag that maybe she's not possessed. Because it doesn't really seem like the devil would be like, nah, bitch, you starve. <laughs> Seems like he'd be more into the gluttony thing of, bitch, you shove that whole cake in your face right now. <laughs> Personal opinion. Anyways. Personal opinion. <laughs> so, she's continually saying she can't eat, she can't drink. They There's contested evidence of a doctor coming in to look at her mm-hmm. and going, um, I'm not here for medical stuff. I just want to see what's going on. <laughs> What's this bitch doing? <laughs> and there's other uh, testimonies saying that he said, y'all need a priest. <laughs> and I'm like, this medical professional. It doesn't sound medical or professional. He, he has neither. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. And then that's when the exorcisms start really kicking up. So it is Six hours a day, twice a week, for nine months, she is exercised. I mean, that just sounds like they fucking. Don't look at me like that. I don't think that's how that works. You don't know. She's like restrained and showing superhuman, again, quotation fingers y'all can't see, superhuman strength. Everybody has their kinks. That, I this is not that. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Continue. So this is like going on for nine months. Mm-hmm. My favorite part of it, which I don't think I should have a favorite part, but goddamn, <laughs> this story. They, ha- they have video of her. Mm-hmm. They have audio recordings. She has friends <laughs> inside of her. Hitler, Nero, um, Judas. Um. Okay. And it's like, who else is in there? Hitler's just boring and doesn't say anything. That's what she said. I mean, that sounds on brand. TBH. TBH. <laughs> But, like, Nero? And Judas? Well, you know. Why are you, why are you guys in there? Get out of there. You... Hey, Nero fiddled while Rome burned. Actually, and... he didn't, but... Whatever. <laughs> Sorry. I'm a historian, but leave me alone. Well, I'm halfway into a glass of white zen, and I like being funny, so... <laughs> so, those are her friends that she says are in there inside of her body. She cannot eat. She cannot sleep. She constantly falls down. And by fall down, I mean drops to her knees all the time. She can't pray. You know, it's like a horror movie, if you will. Well, yeah. Well. 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 And then finally, after nine months of this, she weighs about 30-ish kilograms. Jesus. Like, she's literal skin and bones. Yeah. She finally 
dies. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I said finally, like, as in, bitch, would you die already? <laughs> no, I meant, like, after everything, she actually dies. And what ended up happening was the parents didn't go for medical attention. Tri- priests didn't go for medical attention. Mm-hmm. So they were charged with neglect and assisted suicide. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. And so there is, like, a big to-deal in the court. This is why it's a true crime, too! <laughs> Look at that shit! <laughs> but they went to court, and their lawyer was like, well, nothing was helping. It was the demons and stuff. And the medical people are like, no, it's fucking schizophrenia. <laughs> or not schizophrenia. Epilepsy. Uh, epilepsy. Like, we're showing you the types of epilepsy. Yeah. She didn't take her meds. Yeah. You didn't take her to a hospital. She's like, please don't take me to the hospital. They'll put me in an insane asylum. You probably need it. I'm gonna. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a little tangent here. Okay. Mental hospitals are not insane asylums. No. They are there to help you get better. I can understand if she would be hesitant back then, though, because yes. mental hospitals in the fifties were not great places to be. As I don't a think anywhere rule. in the fifties was a great place to be. I mean, <laughs> unless you were white. And a man. In America. But, you know, whatevs. But I wanted to put that little tidbit in there because a lot of people like to say, nowadays, they're saying it. I'm like, no, they're not. No. So, she didn't want to end up in there, which I can understand, but they're like, she would go to electroshock therapy, which, back then, probably wouldn't help. They still do it today. Yeah. But it's different circumstances. The patient is not awake. It's not as harsh. And it's a lot more controlled. Yeah. Well, I mean, just with the advances in technology, like, if I was a woman in the 50s, I would definitely not want electroshock therapy, but if I had some kind of illness that required me to have it now, I'd probably be like, yeah, fam, light me up. (laughs) Light me up. I'm chill. Light my fire. (laughs) Will it be shocking, doctor? (laughs) And that's when they're like, okay, put her under. Put her under! Put her under now. Doctor, wait, please. I feel sparks between us. <laughs> and then I would never wake up. Because <laughs> they're like, we have to put her out of our misery. <laughs> Not hers. Not my misery. Their misery. Their misery. So, in the final days of Annalise Mike- Michelle's life, mm-hmm. she would have lucid moments, like I said. Mm-hmm. She said she had a vision okay. of the Virgin Mary. Coming to her and telling her, you can die for everybody's sins and absolve everybody, or you can get better and everyone's sins will not be absolved. Didn't Jesus already do that, though? I feel like I've seen this movie before. Did Mel Gibson direct it? Oh, we're not going to talk about that. (laughs) We don't talk about Mel Gibson. (laughs) But no, that's... That also seems like a red flag. Like, the whole point... And as, like, a devout Catholic, I feel like she would have known that. Where it's like, you can absolve every person of their sins. She should have been like, bitch, do I look like Jesus to you? (laughs) I'm not a Middle Eastern man who's all about radical peace and love. Get the fuck out of my apartment, ho. 
Oh, Virgin yes, Mary. She called the Virgin Mary a hoe. <laughs> you heard me. I, I said, then whoever you threw that paper, your, your mom's, mom's a hoe. hoe. <laughs> Jesus threw the paper. <laughs> but right. she said, she's like, I gotta do this. I gotta save everybody. Which, that's why she said, no, don't try and take me to the hospital or anything. Which, I'm sorry, if your child looks like a Halloween decoration, (laughs) you need to take them to the hospital. Yeah. I don't care if they are possessed, if they got a tail with a little spade on the back, or cloven hooves. (laughs) Get your devil child to the hospital. Well, and here's... Here's my thing, just based on what you said. Like, once she had died, and they knew that she was dead, that would have been a primo time to have an autopsy done to see if there were any other physically mitigating factors that they could find as to why she was acting like that. Because, I'm sorry, if she wasn't eating for nine months, it wouldn't have taken her nine months to die. Well, she wasn't not eating for nine months. It was like she lost... It wasn't within nine months that she stopped eating. It was, like, for nine months they exercised her. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. But, um... Why the fuck was she so goddamn skinny? Because she was tiny to begin with. I saw pictures of her. She was already, like, a tiny person. Okay. She looked like a Halloween decoration. She had black eyes. It was awful. Apparently the demons were throwing her around. Jesus. The jerks. Not paying rent in this house. Get the fuck out. Rude. Rude. But they did do an autopsy. Again, 1950s era. Yeah. Not that great of strides. Yeah. In the medical field. Yeah. They're like, her brain's normal. Mm. I'm like... Sounds fake, but okay. I feel like you forged your certificate of education... And I'm pretty sure that looks like crayon written on it. I'm pretty sure that you got your medical degree for $1.99 through an ad in whatever comic book you like to read. And uh, I don't don't think you're a real doctor, sir. Where's your stethoscope? I don't see a goddamn stethoscope. I'm the morgue. (laughs) No, it wouldn't be the morgue. Mortician. I'm the mortician. I don't need a stethoscope. Um, I mean, I feel like it would be a good idea, though, before you start cutting into people, maybe double check that they're dead. <laughs> check. I don't Fucking know. butcher. There's also the, all those times that people were burying people alive. Because they didn't have stethoscopes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not check to see if they're breathing. They're just drunk and passed out, poking with the stick. Must be dead. Must be dead. Tie a bell around their toe. <laughs> but, um... History is terrifying. History is terrifying, but also hilariously terrifying. Yes. So, they went to court. They were found guilty Mm -hmm. of neglect and assisted suicide. They should have taken their fucking daughter to a hospital. Yeah. I don't care. Okay, here's the thing. If it's an old person, I can understand an old person being like, just let me go. That's understandable. Yes. She was like 20. Yeah. 21-ish. Yeah. Like, terminally ill people or the elderly who, you know, they're ready to go, like, 
there are certain circumstances in which I think that assisted suicide should be allowed. Correct. Because uh, after a certain point, I feel like you should have a say in how you die. And while I don't think that it's advisable in every situation... Like, if I get to be 92 and my health is failing and I know I'm not going to be around much longer anyways, I would rather go out on my own terms and Mm -hmm. actually be able to have an opportunity to say goodbye to the people that I love, to put my business in order, you know, bone one last smoking hot dude (laughs) or girl or whatever. Whoever is available. And then just be like, yeah, all right, I'm good to go. Let's fucking do this thing. Like, I, I feel yeah. like, especially if you know that you're going to be suffering, mm-hmm. or, like, if you know that a family member is going to be suffering, and they've already expressed that, like, I don't want to suffer, I would just like to go as, like, quietly as possible. I mean, we already do this for pets. Yeah. So. I mean, but back from that small tangent, see, we're getting better with the tangents. We are getting better with the tangents. Instead of 20, 30, 40 minute tangents. We ain't which, chasing rabbits for half an hour now. That's because we're inside. That does help. <laughs> so they get six months in jail. Okay. Three months probation. Okay. And that's not the end. Oh, dear. People hear about this and they're like, she's a saint. Annalise <sighs> Michelle is a saint. Y'all. So some time has passed. The parents are out. The priests are out. With the parents' permission, the church digs up her body. No. Yes. No. To see if she is still preserved. Because apparently that's how you get sainthood. I call bullshit on it, but that's me. Yeah, that doesn't sound right. Pretty sure that's not how that works. That's not how bodies work. That would make fucking bog mummies saints. (laughs) Bog mummy, take the wheel. <laughs> take it from my hands. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? Never mind. Give me, give me back the wheel. Give me back the wheel. You can't drive. No, don't leave your hand on the wheel. Take it back. <laughs> <laughs> and so they go to inspect it. The church inspects it. Mm-hmm. Because the government ends up coming... Again, government doesn't want people buying into this. They are trying to do a very secular uh, state of affairs. Which Which is fair, as it should be. As it should be. Catholics, knock it off! (laughs) So, the family doesn't even get in there. It's just the church Mm -hmm. and the grave diggers. (laughs) Yeah. They look at her. Put her back in the box and rebury her. <laughs> like, nah, she dead as hell. <laughs> they did! They were like, no, she did. She ain't coming back. She to looks Russia like a dead me. body. It's been a few years. <laughs> Smells gross. Smells pinks. Just kind of juicy. <laughs> <laughs> like a gusher. Oh, oh. I say Wilhelm. That is quite an unpleasant smell. <laughs> I did not realize there would be so many maggots. Did you know there were going to be so many maggots? Because I didn't know there were going to be so many maggots. I saw this box was closed. Turns out it was not. (laughs) I do not like it. We need to put it back in the ground. I'm going to rethink my entire career decisions. (laughs) 
because I don't like where this is going. If we have to underbury another corpse, I just want I'm to going to holes. throw my shovel, mine shovel. If I wanted to dig up berry things, I would be a pirate. I would be Indiana Jones. That's who I would be if I wanted to bear unbury things. That Dude. is true. That is true. But we're not going to get into my rant on him being a grave digger, grave, grave robber, grave robber. I mean, yeah, let's not get into that discussion because I have feelings on that. <laughs> That's a different thing for a different time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they, it, her corpse was gross, and they were like, "Nah, I'll put that shit back." Yes, okay. it's basically what happened. Now the thing is. Lots of people turned up for this. Like, the whole goddamn town showed up and like, Bitch! What's she look like now? Half of them, I wore, I was pretty sure, didn't even care. No, They're just, they like, just like, Bitch! Dig they... up a dead body, man! <laughs> yeah! Small town, gotta do something. Let's dig this bitch up. <laughs> Let's stand by me, this bitch, and go watch him. <laughs> oh, God, yes! Hope you <laughs> you don't do that to the saints, buddy. Anyways, they put her back in the ground. They rebury her. They're like, no, she's dead. There, yeah. it's gross. It's decayed. Yeah. People didn't believe them. Because people are stupid. So they now do pilgrimages, P- pilgrimages, pilgrimages, pilgrimages. <laughs> Why does it sound weird? Well, it, it would be a pilgrimage. They make a pilgrimage to go see. Well, you know that, but like how I'm saying, pilgrimage. Pilgrimage. Yeah, yeah, pilgrimage. Banana, 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 banana. It's like when you say a word over and over until it loses oh, all I hate me. when that happens. Or like you read a word a whole bunch and it just doesn't look right. And he looked at me and I looked at him and he looked at me and I looked at him and looked at me and looked at him and looked at me and looked at him. But they don't know. We know they know we know. Exactly. Yeah. Anyways, but people still do pilgrimages. <laughs> people still make the pilgrimage. The pilgrimage. To go see her. To go see her grave. Yeah. And they leave rosaries and they leave little offerings. Yeah. Which I'm not sure how that works because I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to do that in the Christian religion. But then again, I'm not sure Catholicism and Christian religion are the same thing. I mean. Or if they're like fan fiction. <laughs> All religion is fan fiction, it first of all. It is fan fiction. No, I, I think, that. well, I think in a situation like that, A, I'm sure it would depend on what the graveyard actually allowed. But, like, I mean, even here in the U.S., we bring, you know, flowers and gifts and stuff like that to well, like, graveyards. Cor- they brought, like, coins and candles and flowers and yeah. stuff, and they would pray at her grave, like... Yeah. Saint Annalise, who's not recognized by my church, but I still recognize you, boo. Unofficial goat of the Catholic religion. Unofficial goat because you did what you could. And Mary said, hey. But also at the same time, the devil's really weird. And how the fuck did Hitler get into all this? (laughs) Well, you see, someone just called him and asked him, hey, would you like to help us possess this girl? And he was like, yes, I'm not busy at the moment. I can do that. Where do we want to meet? Because that's basically how he became the Fuhrer anyways. (laughs) He just got a call from the Reichstag and they told him he was Fuhrer. I'm the Fuhrer. 
Yes, hello, Adolf. Yes, are you busy on Sunday? No, no, I'm not, Gary. Why? Well, you see, we need a new Führer, and we want it to be you since your paintings aren't working out very well. Oh, well, I don't know why you had to bring up the paintings. That's a very sore subject for me, but no, I suppose I'm not doing anything else. Let me check with Ava, and we'll get back to you. Ava! I'm not doing anything Sunday! Sunday evening, Ava! No, Liebling! Yes, all right, yes, we can be there. Thank you so much. What was that all about, darling? They want me to be Führer. I don't know. The, the people want what the people want. The Reichstag wants what it, what's the Reichstag wants. <laughs> but Anyways, that, that's the story of Annalise Michael and the true story behind the exorcism of Emily Rose. It's oh. not really that scary. No. It's more like, the fuck is wrong with you people? Take your... Pi- yeah. Okay, moral of the story. Your kid starts eating spiders. Drinks their own pee. Starts saying Hitler is inside their body. They need medicine. They need medicine. (laughs) Take them to a psychologist. To a primary care physician, anyways. At least. They'll be like, this bitch is crazy. (laughs) I don't deal with eating spiders. You gotta go get that pika checked out. (laughs) Is it pika or pika? I think it's pika. Pika. Get that pika checked out. I don't know. The only really scary thing is just the ineptness overall of the people around her. Like, the doctors who were just throwing medications at her. Like, one of them will fuck! <laughs> and the yeah, parents, it's the good! <laughs> oh, did you get any in your mouth? No, I'll show another handful. Oh, dear child! <laughs> Eat the pills! Why is she shaking so much? Oh, she has epilepsy. That's why I'm throwing pills at her. Oh! That makes sense. Damn, I forgot about that. No, like, for real, though, like, the only genuinely scary thing is just that, like, nobody was properly equipped to handle the situation. They automatically went from two doctors. Now, they just saw two doctors. But fuck. That's it. And then they're like, possession! (laughs) She doesn't look at Mary like she does anymore. Her hands are claws. We gotta take her to the vet to get her declawed. Yo. She keeps tearing up the couch. <laughs> God damn it, Annalise. <laughs> the potty broke you and you're a two. <laughs> Quit peeing in the bed. If you don't want to pee in the toilet, at least go outside. I did not. <laughs> Is that supposed to be a word? <laughs> I've seen something and I started laughing at myself. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely, like, it's a sad story. It is. It's, like, a shitty story. But, I don't know, man. It's not really that scary. It's like, I watched a lot of documentaries about exorcism. And every single person that, every single exorcist slash piece was like, you're gonna be disappointed. It's nothing like the movies. Yeah. It's just lots of the same thing over and over again. I'm like, I don't think you should be doing this. I'm going to put this out here. Well, we have a team of medical scientists to check people before we do exorcists. But do you, though? Because you're the church. You're the church. Generally, pardon me if I'm saying this You used to get people mercury! (laughs) But the Catholic church and scientists in general don't really have a great history of working together. They used to burn them at the stake. You know, Copernicus, Galileo, Da Vinci... All the Italians. All the gays. All the gays. They were all hella gay. 
yo, Da Vinci was super gay. I know! It makes me so happy. <laughs> yes. Be gay, do art. Exactly. Moral of the story. Be gay, do art. So, I actually have a second one lined up. It didn't take that long. Yeah. So, we're going to do a quick break. Yep. There will be a small ad going, which helps us fund this so we can... Buy the wine. Buy <laughs> the three to the three buck chuck. Three buck chuck from Aldi. Also, from I just want to give a, give a quick shout out to Aldi. Um, if if Yaldi ain't shopping at Aldi, you ain't living your lives right. <clears throat> they got three dollar bottles of wine. Don't get the white Zinfandel. It's not great. Moscato's like good. I mean, that's fair, but I'm I'm not a fan. Moscato is the best, though. Moscato's so tasty. I'm really excited for this apple one that we have down mm-hmm. here. Anyways, um, if Aldi wants to sponsor us. Sponsor us, Aldi! Or just give me free groceries, because I'm literally there every week. That'd be super chill. That'd be cool. Um, and I don't know what, what ad is going to play. So um, um, It'll be an ad for Anchor, hope, the platform that we're actually using. They're oh, pretty cool. Bitchin'. Can you tell me some more about Anchor, Emery? I will, here at the break. enjoyed that ad i have no idea what it was (laughs) you will when you actually listen to it because we're actually gonna post this one i promise hopefully Hopefully. maybe it'll be fine it's fine (laughs) everything's fine everything's fine it's fine it's fine (laughs) so this next one it it's another little short one so i have a question for you okay have you ever heard the little rhyming song of Solid. <laughs> Solid. It's very popular nowadays. Well done. <laughs> Lizzie Borden took an axe, gave her mother 40 wax. When she saw what she had done, she gave her father 41. I didn't know that was the whole rhyme, but I am somewhat familiar with the story of Lizzie Borden. I really want to watch the Christina Ricci movie and the show that she did for, I think it was Lifetime. Oh, yeah. And um, Chloe Sevigny and Kristen Stewart, I think, have one that's coming out that looks really good and super gay, and I'm into it. I'm all for the gay. 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 So, that's another (laughs) thing I watched all week. My week has been full of happiness. (laughs) (laughs) So, for those of you who don't know who Lizzie Borden is, the whole th- deal with her, why she has a nursery rhyme, is because her father and stepmother were killed in their home in River Falls, Massachusetts, which I've been to. Mm-hmm. It's super cool. Yeah. And they were killed by being bludgeoned to death with an axe. Okay. And the reason it stuck so well, because they were bludgeoned beyond recognition. Okay. Half of Andrew Borden's face was gone. Mm-hmm. And Abby Bourne, the stepmother, her entire back of the skull was collapsed in. Jesus. So, that's what we're working with. And the main sub, 
uh, main suspect the entire time, and the only one to be charged was Lizzie, okay. the youngest daughter. Now, I would just like to clarify real quick. So, it sounds like whatever happened with the axe, they weren't using the pointy end. Or the sharp end. Oh, they were. Then why is it bludgeoned and not chopped? Because it was such force that was used. Okay. As you were. As you were. So this is in the 1800s. uh, Late 1800s after Civil War era. In Massachusetts. And so our players in the group are Andrew Borden. The father who was a bank banker mm-hmm. who worked with people on loans and stuff rent what have you mm-hmm. who was a miser he was a penny pitcher okay he was very hard on everybody give me your money bitch mm-hmm. give me your fucking money bitch dum, dum. <laughs> so there's him but he's very loving and adoring to his family okay there's abby borden his second wife mm-hmm. his first wife died of sickness after his two daughters were born. There's Emma Borden, mm-hmm. who's 10 years older than Abby. Not Abby. Lizzie. Lizzie. And Lizzie was five when she passed away. Okay. So they remarried. And what happened was the household was a bit in turmoil. Okay. Setting the scene for you. 1800s. Mm-hmm. Emma Borden is... 40-ish. Okay. Lizzie Borden is 30-ish. Okay. Both of them spinsters. Yeah. And they live, like, they got some money. They're pretty wealthy. Mm-hmm. But because they lived in poorer conditions, mm-hmm. they lived with the middle class, they didn't spend as much money, mm-hmm. there was gaslighting and stuff at the time, they used kerosene, they didn't have running water, you know, these kinds of things. Yeah. Like, what to hex? <laughs> Andrew, Dad, please. I need a working toilet. <laughs> that's why she did it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, that's the kind of scene for the bit, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about when Lizzie is 30-ish. She... Greets her father home. This is the day of the murder. Mm -hmm. Greets her father home. Helps him lay down on the couch because he doesn't feel well. He just got back from some work. I'm going to go home, take a nap. It'll be fine. Mm -hmm. He comes in. She helps him lay down. She goes out to the barn. Mm -hmm. Their maid, Maggie, who, FYI, her name is not Maggie. It's Bridget. But they called her Maggie because Maggie was the old maid's name. Great. The previous maid's name. Let me preface that. Yes. So they just called her Maggie. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, bitches. (laughs) So, after a while, Lizzie comes back in. She goes into the living room calling for her father. Mm -hmm. And is like, Papa? Papa? Runs, comes across him inside his den. Mm -hmm. He's laying down on the couch. Mm Mm-hmm. In a weird position. I don't know why people laid in that position. It's like when you're sitting, but you lean over. Oh, yeah. And you just put your legs up. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you're still kind of sitting. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why you do that, Andrew? That's why you got hit. 
his half of his face is gone. Okay. She screams. Maggie comes running in. Maggie screams. They call the police. Okay. Now, at this time, Emma Borden was out of town visiting friends. Mm-hmm. Their uncle from their mother's side, their birth mother's side, was in town. Mm-hmm. Mr. John Morris. He was about town doing something. Mm-hmm. He, he, he was, he's weird. I'll tell you why here a little bit. <laughs> so weird. So, the police come. They're like, what's happening? And they're like, oh, fuck. That's a dead body. <laughs> and then Maggie's like, where's Mrs. Borden? And Lizzie was like, I don't know. I think I heard her come upstairs. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, hey, maybe you should come down here and see Pa. Yeah. He's kind of mush. Yeah. He is now Potato Head. <laughs> Which is it. And at this time, Lizzie has kind of been sedated because she's in shock. I mean, she just walked in and saw her father with half a head left. Mm-hmm. His eyeball was laying on a cheek. I'm so mad. I used oh. to have postcards mm-hmm. of the bodies. <laughs> like, it was pictures of the bodies. Mm-hmm. It, oh, God. It was, it was a really cool trip because I had gone to Rhode Island. We went to Massachusetts. Spoiler alert, if you're going to certain parts of Rhode Island, you have to go through Massachusetts. It, it's so close and stuff up there. Yeah. But his eye was on his cheek. He, he didn't have a face no more. No more. <laughs> it gone. Father, where are you? Oh, shit. <laughs> and so Maggie's like, I'll go check upstairs as Lizzie, Leslie, Lizzie is getting like, shot up with morphine because she's like (laughs) the maid Maggie goes upstairs sees from goes into the bedroom that John Morris their uncle had slept in the night before Mm -hmm. because Abby had been cleaning upstairs Mm -hmm. and she finds Abby Borden face down blood pulled around with no back of the head Oh. Because she did. Cool. So she screams, Mm -hmm. as you do. Mm -hmm. And then police run up there, and I'm like, oh, fuck. There's another one. (laughs) And so at this point, they're like, ah, who did it? Shit, these people are in danger. What do we do? (laughs) So John Morris gets home. Emma gets home. Mm -hmm. Everyone kind of, like, it never really says what they do that night, because I'm like, not sleep in that fucking house, for starters. Don't sleep in that house, boo. But what ends up happening mm-hmm. is they actually do the autopsies. Okay. In the house in the dining room. Oh, great. And, they, and it's really cool. They have it set up in the house in the dining room right now with the autopsy tables. Oh, shit. I'm like, I want to lay on it. <laughs> Look at me. I'm Abby Borden. I'm an awful person. I'm going to be very honest about that. <laughs> I'm a murder person. I I don't do the murders, but I just have this fascination. Definitely doesn't with, sound suspicious at all. With creepy shit. Anything creepy. <laughs> I don't do the murders. I, I just like them. <laughs> if Bridget comes up missing, 
Do not ask me. I do not know. Bitch, you better not kill me. I do not recall. I will hunt your like ass. Lawyer. I'll hunt your ass and it will be violent. <laughs> Nothing's staying on any goddamn shelf in this house. This is worse than the fucking cats. Damn straight. Yeah. Just remember that the next time you decide you want to try to kill me. I haven't yet, so. Okay. You say. You say. So. The murders have happened. They're looking for suspects. Mm -hmm. They continually question Lizzie. Because she's the only one there. They actually saw them, looked in, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. But she's continually jacked up on drugs. Yeah. That the doctors keep giving her. Because she's a delicate lady. Mm -hmm. She's delicate like a flower. Yes. And she can't keep her story straight. Mm -hmm. And the prosecutor's like, she did it! She can't keep her story straight! And the judge is like, Bitch, she's on drugs. She's on fucking opium. She's on opium. What do you expect? Is she upstairs, downstairs? I don't know. She may be doing a jig in the basement for all we know. Side stairs? Diagonal stairs? We don't know. We don't know. And so they continue to question her. Again, she has conflicting testimonies. Mm Mm-hmm. And it gets to the point where they finally just charge her with it. And now, here's where we get the nitty-gritty details okay. of beforehand. So, since Abby Borden was the stepmother, mm-hmm. Lizzie and Emma did not treat her as a mother. Yeah. They called her Mrs. Borden. Mm-hmm. And she was like, that's hella rude, but okay. (laughs) And she just continued, like, she was, from every account, she was just a sweet lady Mm -hmm. that just wanted to be friends with her stepdaughters. Yeah. And act like a mother to them. And they're like, bitch, no. Yeah. And it's like, rude and ungrateful. (laughs) But she kept trying. Yeah. But also at the same time, because their father was a penny pincher, mm-hmm. they, they didn't do a whole lot. Yeah. They had no social life. Yeah. They worked at the house and they went to church on Sundays. Yeah. That was it. And they had family. The boarding family had other families up on the hill where it's like the rich part of town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> And so, it was reported that Emma and Lizzie were very jealous of them. Yeah. They only went up there during the weekdays to play board games. Yeah. And not to the fancy dances where they could find husbands. Yeah. And leave the home. Yeah. Because they're like, Dad, I'm 30. I want to- Give me a dowry and get me the fuck out of here. I'm tired of looking at my sister. I want dick. Give it to me. Not you, but just bring me someone that has one. Oh, there's another thing. Oh, no. Another conspiracy. Oh, dear. Now, I'm going to preface this as a conspiracy. It is not confirmed. Okay. There's no real real evidence, but there is... Was he boning his daughters? Something. Okay. To the fact that Andrew Borden and Lizzie Borden had a very... Very, very close relationship. Ooh, gross. Incest. 
Yes. Blech. And it was not a willing relationship. Oh, that's even worse. No. Because he took her on fishing trips a lot. They were alone a lot. He doted on her so much. Now, we can't say yay or nay, but it is a theory. Yeah. I'm prefacing that. Theory! Don't go into the Bourne house screaming at Andrew Borden, your little kid dickler. Knock it (laughs) off! That's a much nicer way of saying pedophile than I think I've ever heard. I couldn't think of the word. (laughs) It's pedophile. I'm a pedophile! Behind her motivation. Again, finger quotes, because she was acquitted. Yeah. So, there's that theory. Mm -hmm. Another one, she and her sister were upset with their father, because their father had bought his sister-in-law a house. Okay. And they're like, the fuck, Dad? You bought her this house slash farm, and you won't even give us shit? We have a very strict allowance. We can't get jobs. Yeah. We can't go find ourselves a husband and spend his money. Yeah. You shitting on us. (laughs) And so he actually ended up selling his father's house to them for a dollar. Okay. And then they're like, no, this is stupid. This is, it's not a brand new house. Yeah. You sell it to us for a dollar. You just gave that house to your sister-in-law. Yeah. And it's like. What are we, chopped liver? Yeah. We don't get another house, but we don't get no more servants. We don't get a thing. How are we supposed to upkeep it, Dad? Yeah. Hey, guess what? You haven't actually taught us any marketable life skills. Hey, guess what? You won't even give us the opportunity to find someone who has any marketable life skills. (laughs) I want dick. (laughs) Give me the dick. (laughs) So... There's that leading up to it. Mm-hmm. Also, the continual frivolousness of it. Mm-hmm. Not frivolousness, but the penny-pinching. Them just not being able to do what they want. They can't go to the fancy balls. They don't have fancy things. Yeah. And they're getting frustrated. We can't get married. We can't move out. We can't do this. We can't do that. No dick for you. We're gonna die <laughs> old and alone. There's that part of it. Yes. And then, there's also part of the testimony that was thrown out. Mm -hmm. A pharmacist person had said that the day before the murders, Lizzie had tried to purchase poison from them. Okay. Which I'm also like, the 1800s was wild. Yeah. Why are you buying poison from the pharmacist? Right? Well, like, I could understand... I feel like she wouldn't even necessarily need to buy poison because I feel like a household like that, even if their dad was cheap, would still keep, like, something like arsenic or cyanide or something on hand for vermin. Mm-hmm. Like... It's like she tried to get prosilic acid, something like that. Okay. And she's like, I need... In the dramatic reenaction, they had said she had said she wanted it to clean her seal skin cape. Okay. Which I'm thinking, if you're a penny pincher, you don't gotta seal skin cape. Yeah. Also, fuck you for using ski, 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 
好き好き好き好き好きあー好き好き好き好きあー seal skin cape seal skin cape pilgrimage curmudgeon okay so but that was thrown out because they're like there's no proof of that there's no receipts Mm-hmm. Nothing, but apparently it's like a very poisonous acid. Again, why are you selling it at the pharmacy? Right. And they're like, we can't give it to you. You don't have a prescription. <laughs> what is that for? <laughs> right. Who the fuck is prescribing that? Man, doctors in the old times were wild. You got ghosts in your blood. Do some cocaine. <laughs> Look. I'm not gonna lie. If the doctor gave me the okay to do cocaine once, I would probably try it. I'm just gonna put that out there. <laughs> Disclaimer, Britta has never done cocaine or will do cocaine. Neither has I. Please do not search our homes. <laughs> Don't stop! <laughs> that just makes us look suspicious. Does it, though? Does it? Yes! If we were really suspicious, we wouldn't be that dumb and even mention it. Anyways, moving <sighs> On yes. to more murder. <laughs> yes, please continue with the murdery goodness. The murder. So, they testified to that. Lizzie is in jail for like a year, uh-huh. waiting for trial. Okay. And what makes me so confused and tickled is part of the reason she did not get um found guilty found guilty yeah was because she was a woman well <laughs> women are not capable of such heinous crimes they're hey, too man. delicate <laughs> misogyny for the fucking win man i could not have done it i'm just a woman oh, i no. have flippers for arms <laughs> was because she was hopped up on drugs the entire time. Yeah. They're like, bitch, this was a year ago. That is absolutely valid. Being like, oh, a woman couldn't do this. Like, I mean, she could, though. I mean, it was like, it was very brutal. Yeah. Like, you had to been pissed. Yeah. Because what they said was, it only took one or two blows to kill them. They... Abby Bourne had been struck 19 times, mm-hmm. and Andrew Bourne had been struck 18, 20 times. Yeah. So it's like, you killed him the first time, <laughs> now you just pissed. Now it's just overkill. Now you just mutilate in the corpse. <laughs> now you just mutilate in the corpse. But when I toured the house... The theory from before mm-hmm. that is less than pleasurable mm-hmm. made a little bit more sense. Okay. Lizzie's bedroom was connected to Andrew's bedroom by a door. Not great. Did he and his second wife not share a bedroom? 
They did, but it was a small bid. Mm. At least from what I saw. Supposedly, most of the furniture is still, still, still there. Yeah. They did replace some things, like the mattresses and stuff. Yeah. But, and some of the carpet is still real. And a lot of the pictures and antiques, books, stuff like that Mm -hmm. are still real. From that era, from them. Yeah. It's a small bed. He probably got up in the middle of the night a lot. Yeah. He's old. He got prostate issues. He got to pee. <laughs> Plus, you know, people were supposedly, like, shorter back then. So, like, maybe it wasn't an issue. They were? You didn't know that? No. Yeah. I was like, Abe Lincoln? No, like... Wasn't he... He was supposed to be super tall. Abe Lincoln wasn't was he, like, average, like, 6'1", six, 6'2"? Six, I don't think so. From what I... He's seven foot tall, Abe. understood is that, like... As humanity progresses, each generation is, like, on average getting taller than the previous generation. So if we went back in time to, like, the 20s, we would be giants. I don't know about giants. (laughs) Well, like, because there's the whole thing. I will save us on the Titanic. (laughs) I can get in the ocean and it goes up to my knees. With your flipper arms. With my flipper arms. (laughs) No, because, like, there's a whole thing about how, like, everybody makes jokes about how Napoleon was short. But Napoleon was like five five, which is roughly average for a man of his age at the time that he was alive. Versus now, when it's the average height for women, or slash a Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is my height, by the way. Oh my! He a God. tiny boy. He's a tiny. He's a tiny crazy boy. He tiny crazy. Scientology is another time, and I don't even know if I will approach it because they sue people. Let's not talk about Scientology because um, I watched the drunk history about Efron Hubbard, and he sounds terrifying. He's fucked up. He's terrifying. He's terrifying. We'll do another thing on cults later. That sounds good. That That sounds sounds fun. That sounds so much fun. Not gonna do Efron Hubbard though. He, (laughs) he, He can go fuck himself. We should probably, like, bleep out the name of who we're talking about, just in case. Boop. Be like, who are you talking about? We can't say for legal reasons. Yes. It's not anyone we know. It's a very prominent person in a prominent religion slash cult that is practiced by one T. Cruz. Who may or may not be a... Tiny boy. Tiny boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't really know if that many people would actually know the name of the guy that, like, started it. Oh, I don't think it's a big deal. I think as long as we don't, like, they're fake or we try to invade their church, we're not, they're not going to do anything. I don't even want to invade a regular church. Why the fuck would I want to invade theirs? I don't want to invade theirs. It looks scary. It looks like they, ha- they have a submarine thing going on and I don't want to get trapped <laughs> into the ocean. Last time I walked into a church, I legit was like, am I going to catch on fire? And that was a Baptist church, and those are, like, the easiest ones to get into, so, you know. They let anybody in. <laughs> literally. Literally will let anybody in. Your preacher's a pedophile? Sure, come on in. <laughs> uh, you hate the gays? Come on in. Uh, you don't like black folks? Go to that church. <laughs> Down the street. We have a special Sunday school for you. (coughs) Oh, now I'm sad. Now you're sad. Anyway, so after the acquittal, 
<laughs> after Lizzie was acquitted. Mm-hmm. There were no other major suspects. Okay. Like, there was, like, Emma Borden wasn't even considered. Yeah, because she was out of town. Because she was out of town. They considered John Morrison, mm-hmm. the uncle, because he and Andrew Borden shared a failing livestock business. Okay. And Andrew, again, Penny Pincher, is like, no, it's fine. We don't need anything else. And John Morrison was also a butcher. Okay. So it could have also not been an axe, but a butcher cleaver. Okay. Because they never found the weapon. Mm-hmm. They never found any evidence linking anybody to it. Yeah. Because when Lizzie found the bodies, like, it was not a long time. Yeah. She was gone maybe 20 minutes. Okay. And had no blood on her. Mm-hmm. None on her face, nails, anything like that. Her dress. Yeah. Nothing. Came in like, ah, father, papa. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, what if it was Maggie, not Maggie, the maid? Maggie, not Maggie. Maggie, not Maggie. We're getting to that theory next. Okay. So, part of the evidence that acquitted her was there was no dress. Mm-hmm. Like, in the 1800s, you know you gotta take your time to get that shit on and off, yeah. and it's, oh my god. Yeah. You can't just do, ah, father! Whoosh. Yes, there's no quick chains options. There's no tearaway pants. <laughs> There's no Velcro. There's no Velcro. No. And plus, I mean, I'm sure, like, if their dad was a penny pincher, they probably really only had two or three dresses. Mm-hmm. They would have, like, one or two for everyday wear and then, like, a nicer dress for Sundays or whatever. Mm-hmm. I know that from reading Little House on the Prairie. Hey, Lori Goldwater. Oh. Low-key racist. I mean, not even low-key. She was really fucking racist. Yeah, well, she was old. I see why she was old. True. I'm like, that's not an excuse, that's just an explanation. She was old and lived in a very strange, weird house on the prairie. (laughs) Little house on the prairie. (laughs) That's what she was. Okay. But she, one of Lizzie's friends told the police they she had seen Lizzie burning a dress. Okay. That was supposedly covered in red paint. And they're like, why not throw it away? Why burn it? Probably because it's got red paint on it. Yeah. And it won't come out. We ain't got Clorox. We ain't got Clorox. So we're burning it. Probably because you stupid ass people are going to say it's blood. And you know back then jurors are going to be like, yep, that looks like blood. It looks like fucking crayon. (laughs) Someone melted a crayon of wax. That's blood. No, 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 it's not. Well, and it wouldn't also just, you know, FYI, if it was blood, unless it was super fresh, it wouldn't look red. It would be, like, dark brown. Mm -hmm. And if there was enough blood soaking the dress, as there would be, say, if you had bludgeoned your father and stepmother in the heads with an axe, the dress would just look brown. For the most part. Or black. Like, I don't think it would actually look red. Yeah. Because oxidation is a thing, y'all. Splattering blood, too. Yeah. Like, that's a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Truth. That's just a lot. But that was another piece of evidence. They were like, yeah, it could have been this. But again, there was no dress that they could find or any scraps or anything like that. Mm -hmm. 
they couldn't find an axe. Okay. There's only one axe in the house, and it didn't have a handle. What? Yeah! In the basement! What? Then it's, it's not an axe if it doesn't have a handle? It's just an axe head? You could still use it to murder people. Just take up a hand and go, ka-cha! 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 get into the physics of it and like you're not gonna have like it's literally just gonna be bludgeoning like you would with a rock unless you're like just yeeting that thing across the room like a fucking ninja star <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think physics dictate that that would work but now can, can you imagine Lizzie Borden being a like 1800s ninja That'd be badass as fuck. That'd be so cool. <laughs> I want a B horror movie like that. She just uses the axes. <laughs> she has nunchucks, but instead of being nunchucks, they're just like smaller axes on chains, <laughs> like hatchets. Yeah, yeah. That would be fantastic. I'd watch the fuck out of that sci-fi mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. Coming summer twenty twenty three. Lizzie Borden, ninja, <laughs> ninja assassin. Lizzie Borden. <laughs> Name, Lizzie. Agent, assassin. God. <laughs> That's all I have in my head right now. I feel that <laughs> needs to be made. But, um, again, no murder weapon. Yeah. There is, like, some, like, I keep thinking, is it really that money-driven if you love, like, supposedly they had a close relationship. Yeah. If you have a close relationship with your father, we're not... Enduring the theory of unpleasant traits right now. And you're just mad that your father won't give you money. Mm-hmm. Are you actually going to kill your parents? Yeah. But apparently also, like, no one else... I watched one documentary. This is the only documentary that had this. And also, this is a documentary with a really, really... Like, I don't even know how to describe him. Very suave looking historian okay he was like he had that accent a little bit uh-huh and his hair very nice <laughs> <laughs> he was like you tell me all about the murders <laughs> what's your name boy <laughs> look deep into my eyes and tell me about how much blood there Sometimes you just see the people are just like, oh, hi. <laughs> oh, yes, you are pretty. You are pretty. Tell me more about blood coagulation and oxymentary. Fuck yeah. <laughs> if you don't d- approach me in a creepy me. way, that is an excellent pickup line. <laughs> Talk nerdy to me. Yes. <laughs> I mean, even in a creepy way, maybe. <laughs> like, let's be friends at the very least. No, don't finish it. There you go. Oh, thanks for the two tablespoons of wine left. Do you in the want bottle. some more? I don't want the one that's mixed with the white zin. This is fine. It's like barely mixed. I don't care. It's like a pale flesh I color. I told you this so you could put the lid back on it, you pale, nut. Pale flesh color. <laughs> that's so Lizzie Borden. <laughs> and the suave historian. <laughs> that's a romance novel. That's a children's book. <laughs> Lizzie Borden and the suave historian.
That's the kind of uh, that's the kind of picture book I would buy my kids if I ever had them. <laughs> that that's like they go to the big city to solve a mystery. Fuck yeah. Time traveling Lizzie Borden. No. Lizzie <gasps> Borden now, but she's a robot. Yes. <laughs> We gotta stop. Sci-fi's gonna steal all our ideas. We're not gonna have them copyrighted. Hey, copyright everything. <laughs> That's not how copyrights work. I declare bankruptcy. <laughs> just her sister Emma. Emma inherited everything mm-hmm. and she split it with Lizzie. Okay. As you do. Yes. As you do. So they sold the house. They moved to the house on the hill that they always wanted. Uh-huh. But alas, everyone kept singing that goddamn rhyme. Yeah. And she could not get the D. Oh, that's the saddest thing I've heard so far tonight. But! <laughs> it's sad because later on in life, Emma Borden did leave. Mm-hmm. It's like, I can't be around you anymore. Aw. Because there's theories that Lizzie Borden mm-hmm. was a lesbo. Was a lesbo! She didn't want the D. She wanted the muff. <laughs> you mean the V? The V. Good for her. Because reportedly she had said that she had a crush on an actress. Uh-huh. And she would have theater people over all the time. Mm-hmm. And apparently that kept happening throughout her life. Mm-hmm. So that's why Emma left. Because she's like, you're gay. I don't like you anymore. <laughs> like, fuck you, bitch. I just killed her parents and got away with it. Right. And gave you all this money. You're welcome. You should be fucking saying you're welcome. You're not even sad the dead's dead. If you're upset about it, go somewhere else, bitch. You got money? I got my drama club friends. <laughs> we doing each other's grease paint tonight. <laughs> We putting on the the Mikado, the Mikido, if that was even out yet. I don't think it was. That's Gilbert and Sullivan. I think that's later. I was about to say that Kiki. <laughs> lock the door. <laughs> Let's have a Kiki. We putting on Hannibal, bitches. Hannibal, 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 Missouri. Hannibal, Hannibal. We are on such different wavelengths right now. I know Hannibal was like a classic play musical thing, but Hannibal was also part of this Tom Sawyer play we did in like the 7th or 8th grade. Yeah. No, I know there's a Hannibal in Missouri. I'm from here. But no, I was saying that's part of the play that it was in that I started singing I thought you were singing it for like Hannibal Lecter and I was like, that is not how the theme song to Hannibal goes at all. Hannibal, Hannibal, Hannibal eats people. (laughs) (laughs) And feeds them to his friends. Yeah. Yay. (laughs) All right. So Lizzie Borden, (laughs) she got some V instead of the D. Good for her. And she died. She was like 60, 70, 80. No, she was like 90. Solid. She was old. 
Solid. She's like lived her life old. Everyone's like, oh, she lived her life alone. That was, again, one documentary that said all this. Yeah. Every other documentary is like, yeah, she had a blast. <laughs> she was hella gay. That is the Lizzie Borden story I want to see. I want to see, like, a rom-com that starts with her successfully murdering her parents and just being super happy about it. And then I just want to see the rest of it, her being happy, having money, being gay with her theater friends. She's at this theater party. She sees this lady across the room. People part. It's like a Baz Luhrmann moment. Yes. Actually, she this looks... absolutely seems like a Baz Luhrmann project. It does! Give it to me, Baz Luhrmann! Is he still alive? I hope so. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Baz Luhrmann's still okay, alive. Okay, no, you thought Bill Paxton was still alive. I didn't know that he died. Two years ago! No. It was all over Facebook. No. You were not paying attention. Obviously. Or I did know, and then at the time, I just didn't care enough to remember. And then we started talking about Twister, and it's like, oh, shit. Bob's Road. Bob's Road or something. I don't know. But that's how Lizzie Borden ends. It's pretty legit. I kind of aspire to be her, but I love my parents. (laughs) And they don't have enough money for me to kill them for. Same. My parents are fucking awesome, and they also don't have enough money. Because here's the thing. I got three other siblings. Yeah. They all got wives and husbands and kids. Yeah. I am a spinster. (laughs) I am a lone... I'm not lonely person. I'm a lone person. Yes. With cat children. Yes. Not children that think they're cats, but cats that I consider my children. Yes. If you think that's weird, I will fight you. You name the name... You name the place? Name the name. <laughs> name the name. Say my name. Say my name. Say my name. And no one is around you. Say, baby, I love you. you ain't run, guys. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. We have not had enough wine for us to be this giggly. TBH. TBH is also catnip. <laughs> don't know. What? What? <laughs> Are you talking about THC that's in marijuana? No, TBH, as in to be honest. Yes. There's also catnip playing around here, which may have an effect on us. No, it won't. It's a member of the peppermint family. Do you like peppermint, honey? Also, it doesn't even work on all cats. Works on that one. (laughs) She goes fucking spastic. It's hilarious. Some of my cats like it. I say that like I have, like, more than three. I have three cats. A couple of my cats like it, but the other one's just, like, really indifferent, and they don't act funny when they're around it. They just eat it, and then they're like, okay, yummy, give me more. This one, I'll put it put it on their little... It's like a long, scratching post... Not scratching post, cardboard thing. Yeah, like a cardboard thing. thing, yeah. And I'll sprinkle it on there. She'll lay on top of it, hold it, and then press her face into it. She's a fucking drug addict! <laughs> That's glorious. Well, then you're her fucking dealer and it's your fault. I'm not sorry. She's happy. Hey, sleepy kitty. There's a sleepy kitty next to my leg and she's so sweet. So sweet. So sweet. So, I mean, yeah, that was interesting. I think the whole um, incest slash, you know, forced pedophilia thing. Like, I've seen ghost shows, like Mm -hmm. ghost hunter shows. Yeah. Approach it. And it's kind of like okay like mainly ghost adventures (laughs) my god i have a love-hate relationship with that show it's so fucking entertaining but also at the same time zach Mm -hmm. 
you need to take a Xanax or something. <laughs> Chill your ass out. So, I feel like, since this is our first episode, I just thought of this. I feel like it might be fun. I feel like at the end of every episode, we should each take like two or three minutes to just talk about something that we're interested in. Something nice and happy to kind of dilute the gay. Or just something you want to complain about that's, like, really benign. I can start us off. Do it. We went to fucking Culver's oh for dinner. Oh, my God. <laughs> I ordered ah! a combo dinner of fish and shrimp. I was so excited for it. Because I don't know if you guys know this or not. There's not a lot of Long John Silver's in this town. There's, like, two that two. are still open. and On the opposite side of town of where we are. Yeah. And I didn't want to fuck with that. So we went to Culver's. And I ordered my shit. Oh, my God. My ice cream's still in the freezer. I'm so excited about it. Anyways. Hey. Got back to the apartment with food. I opened my box. There was a single piece of fish and three goddamn shrimps. <laughs> I am salty about it. I am not happy. I don't feel like that was enough to cost ten fucking dollars. And admittedly, it came with sides, which is like, yeah, cool, whatever. They're cheese curds. They're fine, I guess. But, like, I want... Stop abusing your cat. She loves it! <sighs> fine. It's just, you know, for ten dollars, I feel like I should get... At least two more shrimps and at least one more piece of fish. Two more shrimps. At least two more shrimps. Five shrimps... Two pieces of fish, maybe one and a half pieces of fish, because that was a big Give piece me of the fish. shrimps. Mostly, I'm just upset about the shrimps. <laughs> but it was really tasty, and I've still got some leftovers. I'm saving for when I'm a little bit more drunk and I want food. Um, and just overall, I've had a really lovely night learning about true crime, spoopernatural things. I think it's been lovely. You're yeah. so, you're so informed about things. I like things. <laughs> I like things, too. Please let us know on Twitter. Do you like things? We don't have a Twitter yet, but... I have a Twitter. You have a Twitter? You can follow me at Mary Sue Slayer, all lowercase, all one word, on Twitter. Um, I don't really do a lot on there. A lot of it's just Lin-Manuel Miranda retweets. Um, which I'm not ashamed of, but I don't know if I get, if I get like five new followers after this podcast, I'll actually start maybe trying to post things semi-regularly. It's still probably going to be a lot of memes. Now it's your turn. Hi. Hi. What do you want to talk about <laughs> for your allotted two to three minutes? My allotted two to three minutes? Mm. Um, I'm not sure. I always do polls and stuff on my Facebook. I'll probably start doing that on my Instagram, which is... Emery writes the books, all lowercase, all together. It's E-M is Mary, E-R-Y. Emery writes the books on Instagram and Twitter. Not Twitter. Um, what is my Twitter handout? It's Sean the Potato Man. I think that's what it is, yeah. Yes. All lowercase. It's S-E-A-N is in Nancy Sean. Not that bullshit American shit. S-H-A-U-N. Don't you dare utter that in my <laughs> presence. <laughs> well, you know, if they, if, you know, my five new followers follow me, I follow you, so they can probably just find you on there. I also have an, an Instagram, uh, I think it's 
Britta like the water filter? Something like that. Or Britta is short for Britta. I'll have to remember. I don't One get on day there. we will be more organized. <laughs> but that day is not today. It is not a today thing. That's, no. that's the later. That's a problem for future Britta and future Emery. Exactly. Uh, well, this was lovely. Thank you so much for... It was. Telling me spoopy stories that weren't really spoopy. And letting me make fun of the stories. <laughs> That's the whole point. Like, it's one thing to, like, tell these serious stories, but at the same time, I gotta make fun of it. I gotta yeah. think these hilarious thoughts. Because I am morbid, mm-hmm. but also I make fun of everything. Yes. That's, I mean, we're millennials. We all just want to die. <laughs> well. <laughs> well. And on that note. And on that note. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to the first uh, episode of Three Spoopy Five Me. I've been Britta, and I. Uh, who I are like you wine. now? Well, I just said I've been Britta. You've been Britta, but who yeah. are you now? Um, a slightly drunker version of Britta. Sweet. That's one T, not two, by the way, motherfuckers. You spell it with two T's. It's not like Brittany. You're gonna catch these hands. Britta. No. We'll start calling you that Britta. Please don't. It's literally like the water filter. It's not that fucking hard. You would think. And yet. And yet here we are. And yet here we are. Having here we to explain are. it. Again, sorry for the German accents. I'm not. But we're not sorry. <laughs> I don't think anyone German will actually hear this. And when they. If they, they do, maybe they'll tell us, oh my god. Oh my god, so you guys' accents are so good. Especially that Britta's. I don't know what the fuck the Emery is saying, but okay. <laughs> but I gotta watch more Indiana Jones for them fake Nazis. <laughs> oh god, that's awful. <laughs> no. Why'd you smack me when you said no? I didn't say it, you I bitch. I didn't mean to, I'm sorry. Okay, on that note, I've been Britta. I am Emery. <laughs> and hopefully we'll see you guys next time on 3 Spoopy 5 Me. Three spoopy five me. Three spoopy five me. me.